you are listening to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where you will get knowledge, training, resources, and support for better blood pressure control. If you are suffering with high blood pressure or blood pressure that is difficult to treat, this podcast is indeed for you. Here is your host, Dr. Tanya. I am Dr. Tanya, and I am here to teach you everything you ought to know about hypertension management. I am a clinical scientist, and I've done research over 10 years, and I've found some interesting things about hypertension and blood pressure control and medication-taking behavior. I would like to share with you all of the information I've found, as well as all the information that's out there that, that will help you get control of your blood pressure. Stick with me and we'll take this journey to help you improve your blood pressure. Thanks for listening. Hello, hypertension resistors. So today I want to tell you about the World Health Organization recommendations on ivermectin. And if you should take these recommendations as medical advice. So let's get to it. So the World Health Organization advises that ivermectin only be used to treat COVID-19 within clinical trials. Now, this was released on March 31st of 2021 this year. Now, what they're saying is the current evidence on the use of ivermectin to treat COVID-19 patients is inconclusive. Now, this is not new because we know the NIH also agrees that there is not enough information available. The NIH stated that there are insufficient data for the COVID-19 treatment guidelines panel to recommend either for or against the use of ivermectin for the treatment of COVID-19. They just don't have enough available information in order to determine this. Now, going back to the World Health Organization, they say this recommendation, which applies to patients with COVID-19 of any disease severity. So it doesn't matter if you just have mild symptoms, moderate symptoms, or severe symptoms. They don't recommend you use ivermectin to treat COVID-19. And now they have WHO, which is the World Health Organization. They have guidelines on the COVID-19 treatments. So this recommendation is part of those guidelines. Now, just keep in mind now that these are guidelines. These are not medical advice. Clinical practice guidelines give a summary of the current medical knowledge or the current medical research that is available. And it considers the benefits and the disadvantages of the particular recommendation. It's for the general population. And there are always research that supports Supports the guidelines. And since the WHO or the World Health Organization feels that there aren't enough scientific evidence to support their guidelines at this time, now emphasizing at this time, they have chosen to not recommend ivermectin for the treatment of COVID 19. Now, keep in mind, They have not looked at 
ivermectin for the prevention of COVID-19. So this drug is not new. It's on the World Health Organization's essential medications list, and it is a good medication and it is safe, apparently, because it's on their list to treat. It is safe to treat other diseases. Now, ivermectin is a broad-spectrum antiparasitic agent included in the World Health Organization Essential Medication List. A guideline development group got together and they reviewed the data. They reviewed the studies. This was a group of independent international panel of experts, and they reviewed the data and they could not come to a conclusion that Ivermectin is effective for the treatment of COVID-19. Now, keep in mind, according to the World Health Organization website, the panel did not look at the use of ivermectin to prevent COVID-19, which is outside of the scope of the current guidelines. So they were only looking at that COVID-19 based on what data they looked at. They looked at 16 randomized control trials, and this was 2,407 patients, and they could not come to a conclusion that ivermectin is effective for the treatment of COVID-19. You can go to the website in the description, and you can read it all for yourself. But generally, these are the World Health Organization guidelines, and this is to treat COVID-19. Now, do not get this twisted, okay? Do not get it twisted. The fact of the matter is that only your healthcare provider or your doctor can prescribe what's best for you. So keep that in mind. And doctors are prescribing ivermectin widely based on the math protocol to prevent and treat COVID-19 here in the United States and elsewhere. So ivermectin is being prescribed by healthcare providers and doctors all over the world. Don't hesitate to talk with your doctor to see if ivermectin is an option for you. This is not medical advice that the World Health Organization is given. This is what they're giving us are clinical guidelines, which are very important. Clinical guidelines are very important, but clinical guidelines do not dictate to healthcare providers of how to treat their patients. It gives them recommendations of how to treat their patients, but every patient is different and each physician utilizes their clinical judgment based on a patient's physical exam, health history, and every and, and symptoms and everything that's going on with that patient. The healthcare provider is going to utilize that knowledge to determine if ivermectin is appropriate to treat that patient. So it's not a big deal that they don't have all the information that they need right now. Now, clearly, we can see that there are a lot of studies out there that have shown that 
ivermectin could be effective in treating COVID-19 and also in preventing COVID-19. Matter of fact, the MAT Plus protocol from the FLCCC group has shown this and they have a protocol and all. So what is going on? I mean, is this a conspiracy? Well, let's hear from Dr. Andy Hill. He is in charge of reviewing all of this data that the World Health Organization was able to view. And let's see what he has to say as to why this could have possibly happened. Here is Dr. Andy Hill. Their impression was that this is all data based on preprints, on uh, personal communication with investigators. And really, they need to see more documentation. They need to see the actual databases, the protocols, all the patient data at an individual level to be absolutely sure that drugs are not approved based on information that goes into preprints. They're approved based on submitted quality data. As I said, we've seen data so far from just over 2,000 patients. We have a lot more data coming in the next month, and we just need to be a little bit careful here and remember what has happened with previous uh, trials where Remdesivir looked great until we saw the results of solidarity. We have more trials coming, and we need to consider how much we need to wait for these results before we make uh, very uh, big decisions in Mexico, all coming in about four weeks from now. We need to be careful predicting timelines for the later trials. Well, there you have it. Evidently, they have not seen the studies that we have seen because some of those studies are in preprint and they're not even considering those studies. So even the FDA has shown that they have not reviewed all the literature. So between the NIH, World Health Organization, and the FDA, we're still waiting on them to review all the data that's out there. It takes time for those studies to get to a peer review journal. So, I mean, even though we've been getting them to peer review journals in record time lately, but we'll just have to see. In the meanwhile, remember, these are clinical guidelines and not medical advice. Clinical guidelines, they are what they are. Like they say, it is what it is. Clinical guidelines do not dictate to healthcare professionals of what they need to do with their patients. It only gives them guidance. It recommends what's best for the general population. But each doctor, remember this, each doctor, each healthcare provider, consider everything in order to determine what's best for each patient. If you're not happy with the decision that your doctor is making for you, then sounds like you need another doctor. And when I say doctor, I mean healthcare provider as well. So should you treat these guidelines as medical advice? Absolutely not. It is what it is. There are guidelines. Get your medical advice from your healthcare provider. Only you and your healthcare provider can make the decision for what's in the best interest for you. As of April 5th, 2021, we have over 554,000 deaths due to COVID-19. 
So if you are in need of this particularly important drug and you need it to be prescribed by your healthcare provider, get medical advice. The Center for Disease Control, the NIH, and the World Health Organization are trying their best to keep all of us safe. And sometimes we don't understand all the implications that go into it, but this is a big job. And so they have to go about their way in order to review all the data and be sure that they are recommending what's best for the general public. I'm going to encourage you to talk with your healthcare provider about medical advice regarding ivermectin and any other medication that you may want to consider for the prevention and treatment of COVID-19. Get your medical advice from your healthcare provider. There are many healthcare providers out there treating patients with this very important medication. And all of these organizations are trying to do what's in the best interest for the general public. That's all I have for you today. Stay tuned to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where I'll give you more information about what everybody ought to know about hypertension and on trending health topics. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.